Welcome to the Just Trek Podcast, where elevation is our recreation. This is your host, Justin Just Rock Ramon, coming to you from Los Angeles. On this show, you will hear stories and adventures from badass hikers, local explorers, to even dancers and artists. You can follow us on Instagram at just.trek, on Facebook, Just Trek Official, and our website, justtrek.net. Hey everyone, this is your host Just Rock. Before we get into part two of episode one with Mark Nieto, I wanted to mention that my audio during this segment was actually cutting in and out. Apparently my Wi-Fi connection was not the most stable for whatever reason, and I apologize for that. I'm still working out the uh, podcast kinks on my end, and uh, but Mark's audio was actually unaffected, so we're all good on that. If you are new to the podcast, make sure to check out episode zero and episode one, part one on either Spotify or Anchor. The podcast is still pending approval on Apple Podcasts along with other platforms. So just remain patient with me in the in the meantime. And now we'll get into the rest of our conversation with Mark Nieto about uh, we talk about Portuguese Bend, my Joshua Tree birthday trip, Paramount Ranch, Malibu Creek State Park. And we also have a fun Q&A segment in a rapid fire format with him. Here you go. Enjoy. Let's talk about the the next two. There was this one was a really cool area. Not a lot of people know about this one. We did that hike called Portuguese Bend, which is in Ranchos Palos Verdes, which is about thirty five minutes south of LAX. And do you remember this hike, Mark? It's like uh, it was all like cliffside vistas. And we went from like the top of Palos Verdes all the way down to like these cliffs and like to this crazy beach called like Sacred Cove. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. I remember the just the first descent. It was a really long, wide dirt trail just that descended down. Yeah, it was a um, dirt trail. A dirt trail to kind of like to put us at the, I don't know, the center point where we could just kind of split off. There was like different trails to... Um, that split off everywhere, uh, into everywhere. And I think we just were like, okay, let's just go on this one. <laughs> you know, like, I think I wasn't sure if we had a path or direction that we were going in, or did you have some knowledge? Yeah, of it was we were just going? like, so the trail was like chill, right? But it was confusing because there's several trail intersections as you're going down and they all pretty much lead to the same place. But, you know, we'd never been to the area and we just kind of wanted to make sure that we were going to go somewhere and come back come back up in a short amount of time. But then I think like we kept going down and we noticed we were getting closer and closer to like these, like, so this area, it's so gorgeous. If you guys are familiar with Big Sur, it's considered like a mini Big Sur. And we have those kind of like areas down here in LA too. And we kept descending and we noticed we kept getting closer to the, to the cliffs and then the beaches at the bottom. And I think we, we were like, yo, let's, we're already down this far. Like, let's just keep going and check it out and cross that freeway. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was like kind of getting dark. Another, it wasn't even a sunset hike at this point. Well, actually it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and actually just, I didn't mean, didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, on the, there's interrupt. a story on the way there, there was, um, we had noticed a couple hornets, like red oh, hornets no. fighting, but I think they split off, but one of them was following you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah for like five I ran minutes like crazy for like five minutes it like didn't stop following like you like it wasn't me like we we kept walking and they kept noticing the hornet like was still around us <laughs> i was like oh my gosh this, this hornet is actually it's actually following you uh i oh, think you know what i think it senses your fear <laughs> nah bro nah bro it was that's that's what happened bro <laughs> hey, if a hornet is chasing you down you're not gonna stand still and get stung okay yeah it was crazy. anyways it was it was red it was it was like devil you red it. <laughs> it was like the, it was it was scary um but you know hiking with justin is, is definitely really fun he's very very cautious about you know nate you know like animals you know like snakes and <laughs> we did see one snake uh, i remember uh and then like hornets or geckos or like you know like oh i like the geckos okay he liked the geckos but you know like you're, you're never short of a few you know outbreaks Roman. of uh <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're on a hike with justin <laughs> oh now i remember so this crazy hornet was like on top of like its prey like whatever it was eating or whatever mm-hmm. and i and I, you know, I was like trying to take a close photo and then 
<laughs> I got a little too close, and I think it thought I was trying to take its like food away, and it literally got up off of the prey and like just started buzzing like crazy and like coming at me. And I like literally sprinted down the trail and Mark was just like so confused and like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was definitely, it was more cause like this Hornet was like red and it was like huge and it just looked like crazy looking anyways. Yeah. Down- <laughs> let's talk about the descent going to the beach. Yeah. So I remember actually that, that kind of gets a little fuzzy. I, I, I don't remember how we got down to the, to the actual beach. Cause it was like a cliff. Um, and let me actually, okay. Some of it's coming back to me. It it was a lot. We wanted to go on top of the cliffs, but a lot of the trails were closed. There was a lot of closings. Oh yeah. And then we right. found like a use trail that went down into this rocky, like isolated, secluded beach. I, I remember. I actually remember yeah. it now. Um, you want me to take it from here or do you want to go? All I remember was a family. We saw a family coming from there. Was it a family? And then we had walked towards where they were coming from. And I think there was, I think there were stairs going down at some point. Uh, we had found a staircase. But yeah, I, there was like a, some stairs. It, it was some it, sketchy uh, dirt. It was very dirt, sketchy. Uh, terrain going down. And then, yeah, so we got down to this like secluded, like, I think it was called Sacred Cove. And it's just, you have it all to yourselves and you have like these dramatic like cliffs towering above you. And then the sun was setting this area is that I was actually thinking about this area earlier today and I definitely need to go back. So if anyone's interested, you know, just shoot me a message or drop me a line. Definitely a a unique area that not too many people flock to. I don't think it's coming back. And remember, I remember that we went down during a pretty sketchy time because it was high tide. And do you remember like kind of trying to go across that one corner yes so there was there was water just like there's waves of water just like you know brushing up against like this corner and while it was low we had to just like quickly run through it otherwise you know like we we'd be deep in in some water uh i I remember that just to get over to the to the the other side yeah the other side was like this huge open like beach um it was a it was definitely it was a cove for sure, you know, like cliffside, you know, private enclosed beach area that I don't think had an entrance to, no. uh, and that I think that was probably the only way to get there at the time. So um, I've never seen that, and you could see one side of the cove, like, like yeah, there the, was the like corner. an opening, and you took a photo of me. It was like, but we did not go near that water because. Oh, heads up, guys! The waters in this specific area, like a Palos Verdes, are really rough, and there's always a lot of like deaths and rescues. So, um, definitely never just jump into that water, especially during high tide. You'll probably get washed away or drown. Mm-hmm. Not to sound all dark, but yeah, it's a really cool area. You just had to kind of be about your wits. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think we, like I said, yeah, like you were saying, it was uh, it was sunset. And we were actually stuck down there. <laughs> we were trying to get back. And we're like, is there another way out? Like we were looking up and we did find oh, like, that's this, right. we found this like that. we found this like steep way out. I was like, I don't think that's is that the way we came out of, or did we actually tail back and I think maybe we We wanted back. a shortcut, I think is what it was. I thought we found another way out. I, I could be wrong about this. It was closer to the other side of the cove. Yeah. There may have been well, like a, we got out and then you remember what happened afterwards? We just yeah. Well, <laughs> it was we were we found ourselves on the road and it was pitch black, so we couldn't take the trail back to the car. So we're like, uh, "How do we get back?" <laughs> it's like I guess we have to like either walk on this road or try to like find an Uber. And there like there were no cars on that road. I was like, "Is anyone gonna find us?" Like out in the middle of nowhere, like in pitch black, no lights out, and. uh that's what it was for a little bit. We were just chilling in like the pitch black and you were, you were trying to get reception out in this area just, just to call an Uber. I remember this. It was like, it was crazy kind of how far we were from the car. Um, just miles away. He had to like take some roundabout way into some residential neighborhood. Cause that's where we parked uh, to kind of get there. But uh, yeah. we had no clue where we were going. I, none of it looked any familiar in pitch black. So exactly. Uh, that I was think I called the Uber too. Right. Yep. You'd have to call the Uber. I think I was probably running out of battery on my phone. <laughs> oh, I remember. Okay. So now I remember I, I saw like, it was hard to get an Uber 
And I saw if we just walked in the road, it was like a huge roundabout to get back to the car. And I was like, we are not walking like five miles to the to the car. So we basically waited in the dark for this Uber in front of some like random like we're like kind of in a neighborhood, like right outside of the gate. So I think that like the gate person just thought we were like hella shady, just like lost hikers or something. But eventually the the Uber took like 20 minutes to get to us. And then we finally just got out of there and got back to Mark's car. And we're just like, okay, well, that was an experience. That was really crazy. And now we're going back home. Yeah. I mean, it was just something, you know, to be had. We came out, you know, not in a worse situation than that. So, you know, <laughs> count your blessings. We made it out of there and it was a really, it was a really fun experience. But, uh, you know, that was also a lesson for next time, you know, like, you know, you know, allot your time a little bit better so you're not finding yourself in pitch black. Yeah, headlamps, y'all. I'm telling you guys, it's so cheap. Just go on Amazon. It's like ten, eleven dollars. Anytime you do a sunset hike, bring a headlamp because you don't only you don't want to just rely on your phone because you're probably using it for video and photo. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, ooh, this one I think is like we'll probably cap off like talking about like all the hikes we did with this one because or this area because it's one of my favorite things I want us to talk about. Let's get into let's get into our Joshua Tree adventure. Ah, okay, yeah. And I remember that. So this was, I think, around it was like March. Yeah, it was around March because I wanted to do something completely different for my birthday and get away from LA instead of you know planning some big party for everyone, like I have done in the past uh, numerous times. And I just remember like. I was just doing some research, like, is there a national... Oh, there's Joshua Tree National Park. I've never been there. Always hear great things, see awesome photos. And I was pretty excited that you and our friend Ray Deposupo were down for the trip, you know, especially for my birthday. I didn't really tell anybody. I just wanted it to be like, you know, like just some like close family, friends and whatnot. And yeah, that was... This is going to be a good story because... <laughs> We what what was it? We before we even got the Joshua Tree, so we left on I think it was like March thirtieth because my birthday is March thirty first. Yeah, it was and Friday. Yeah, it was a second. Friday. Mm-hmm. I think it was like, yeah, it was a Friday. And I remember I told you guys like, hey, can we stop by Pioneer Town on the way to Joshua Tree? Because mm-hmm. I know it was like a highly recommended spot. It's got like the like the Westworld vibes, you know? Yes. It's a very, it's like an old saloon town. Like there's a restaurant there with really good barbecue. Then there's like actual little, little pop-up gift shops there. Um, that you can buy like, uh, you can buy souvenirs, but they, they try to replicate some of the old town type of, uh, spots that you will see in, in, in like an old, like Western town or like an old, yeah, an old Western town, like a, like a blacksmith. No, not a blacksmith, but like a, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Sure. Uh, stuff you see in old, uh, you know, an old town, like a, like a saloon. But we did go to the restaurant there. It was packed. Um, we were lucky mm-hmm. to, to have been able to actually get a table there. But um, it was like an hour long wait, right? Like it's a, it, the, so the place guys is called Pappy's and Harriet's. And I'll, here's the cool thing. Even though like you want to get there right as it opens for lunch, cause you're going to be waiting. But if you are, if, if the wait is like an hour, hour and a half, the cool thing is you you just wander around Pioneer Town and like take photos and check out the local shops. So that definitely kills a lot of time. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was definitely, I think we had gotten, we put our names in for the table and then we kind of walked around the town. Mm-hmm. So it was really easy to kind of just, uh, it was an easy experience. You didn't have to be like waiting at the restaurant for an hour because it was, it was right next to it. So it was really cool pictures that we took there. Um, I still have them and um, looking back at it, I remember taking some really cool photos in front of like, there was a huge, I think it was a barn at the end. And there oh was- yeah, there, there was a barn. Like I just imagined that area, like I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of like, like photo shoots and like Instagram, like influencers and models always flock there for photos. So yeah, I mean, we were no strangers to that. I did. I, I brought my camera out uh, for this, so there was yes, some, you did. there was some views to be seen there. It was really cool, um, but uh, that was just a stopover. I mean, we only spent a couple hours there, and then uh, we drove the rest of the way to, uh, I guess, to the like the the entrance of Joshua Tree. It was like a little center. Like, yeah, I think we did. I think we ended through the north entrance, so not the main one, because we were trying. Okay, so. We uh so we were on our way to Joshua Tree and then we entered through the north entrance. I forgot what that area is called. And 
we I told them I'm like, hey, let's because we were planning to camp overnight, and you know, none of us really had any experience like finding campgrounds, and you know, we proceeded to go to Ryan Campground in Joshua Tree to see if we could find a spot and you know and go hang out there, but when we got inside of the campground, mind you, the, the whole surroundings looks like an alien barren desert planet with like crazy rock formations everywhere. So the drive into inside is like definitely an experience. And we got to this campground and everything was just so full. So we just like pulled over into like some like temporary parking spot, I guess. And then Ray knocked the fuck out. And <laughs> me and Mark and I actually went out exploring like this, like this ranch slash ruin area. And actually I took... <laughs> The fo- the cover photo for my Just Trek podcast on Anchor FM is actually from that. Mark actually took the photo, so shout outs to you, Mark, for my content. Oh, that's right. Okay, so we did that. We did that that night. Did we do something else that night as well? Did we go? Yeah, to- we did. So we didn't find any spots there, and we were like, you know, we were like distraught. We're like, oh, are we, we going to be able to camp? Or like, what are we going to do? So we remember we tried our luck, and we went to Hidden Valley Campground, and we actually. Do you remember like we almost we found a spot, but we weren't really sure if it was a spot and if we could stay there. We were kind of worried that we would get kicked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You we, remember that? Yeah, there was like a little like small area. We we're trying to ask around of whether or not that was like a legal area for us to to lay some some campground at. Um, but I think it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a legal spot and we just didn't want to face a fine um of being uh in that spot for that night because uh rangers were they were coming around obviously there is always a risk that we could take something like that but um we were contemplating this spot for a while i mean in in the middle of all that we actually for a while we were just parked we, we were just parked there actually weren't we and then we like walked up the the big rock formations oh yeah okay so this is really dope we so we pretty much were like, okay, we're gonna, we're just gonna camp here. So we kind of set up our spot, our, our stuff, like halfway, and then we went rock scrambling because the Hidden Valley Campgrounds is just like a really vast area, and there's these huge boulders everywhere. And we were scrambling. It was during like in and the moon, it was like a moonlit sky. So the way it was hitting the rocks was just so gorgeous. And I remember that we were scrambling further and further up, and like Mark got like to this one crazy rock out in the distance. And it looked like he was touching the moon and we took a bunch of photos, all of us of like, and it turned out like, it was kind of hard to capture it, but like, it was just like, I felt like I was, I didn't know where I was. It just looked surreal, you know, scrambling around under the moonlit sky. Yeah, it's, it actually is an experience. It was so clear out. The skies were so clear that the moon was like bouncing off like these inner structures of the rocks, but the rocks were very, they were very reflective with the light. So it seemed like it was lighting up this area. Uh, oh, that's a great way to describe that, actually. Yeah, so for it, sure. It, like, it wasn't, even though it was, like, completely dark out, we could still see everything in the rocks. So, it was, uh, it was actually really cool. Very, uh, like, a very werewolf type of, like, vibes, you know, kind of seeing the moon and, like, enjoy yeah, it. Uh, yeah, seeing the moon, werewolf vibes. Definitely one of my favorite moments from the Joshua Tree, uh, tree, tree Trip. Gosh, I can't say words right now. Um, oh, and then let's get into this part. So we actually decided to just leave that campgrounds because there was like a family near us too. And we're kind of, they kind of like we're giving, they were kind of friendly, but I could tell that they didn't really want us around, you know? Mm-hmm. So remember we were like, okay, well, what do we do now? And, you know, I had done my research before and we decided that we were going to take a risk and camp in the BLM grounds, which is the Bureau of Land Management grounds, which is right outside of Joshua Tree Park which is basically like the wild, wild west. You don't need a permit. And oh my goodness. So we leave the campgrounds. It's already so dark. It's like what? I think it was 11 p.m. And I give the directions to Mark and he's dri- I think you're driving at this moment, right? And, uh, yep. And do you remember like we took a right onto this dirt road and then we just kept going further and further in. I'll let you take it from here. Like I just... Like, we didn't know where we were going. Like, we had, like, a GPS, but it didn't look like it was leading to anywhere. Like, it was, like, a crickety road. We yeah. started going past, like, all those, like, serial killer cargo vans. I was getting really sketched out, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, we we pretty much had directions to get over to the overflow campgrounds. So, if you weren't yes. able to find camping in inside the the park, there was this, like, overflow camping outside. And we had taken this dirt road, and it wasn't, like, 
at some point, like at first it was just a regular road and then it turned into this like dirt path that was really bumpy. And we were like, are we still on the right path here? We just like kept driving, no more lights, no more road. (laughs) And it was just, it was just nothing but darkness. And we kind of made it to an area where we did see like, I don't know, really like three distant camp groups. Um, Mm -hmm. And we're like, this has to be it. And then we kind of like set up my car. We parked my car in the middle of this like huge area. It was huge. Like we were probably hundreds of feet from our like, (laughs) our like neighbors, our our camp neighbors. And uh, so it was like complete darkness. It was just, we set up the camp there we, we didn't plan ahead and, you know, bring like firewood or camp, like campfire stuff. We, nope. we had a candle that was our campfire. And our, our buddy Ray was, was laughing for like an hour about that. Like just could not <laughs> stop laughing about this candle oh that we used as our campfire. But, uh, you know, it was, we, we, we were prepared on, on like the food standpoint. Um, you know, we had plenty of food, water. I brought a guitar. So there was, Definitely things to be entertaining us. Uh, We had a speaker. Again, we're out in the middle of the darkness. So, like, you could run out, you know, in there. No one would would see you. (laughs) So, Spooky. uh, uh, Oh, I just remembered. um, So, so this area, like, if there was anyone around us or where we were, like, set up, they were, like, super far away in the distance. And in the far in the distance, we noticed there's, like, like, three trailers, right? And we just hear people screaming and yelling and like, it sounded like a party. And while we were like setting up our stuff, all of a sudden fireworks just started blasting off in the <laughs> distance. And these people were literally raging like them and like, I don't know, it must have been like 20 to 30 of them. Like I couldn't really tell, but they were like literally raging in the middle of nowhere with their like trailers, like shooting up fireworks. You could hear them cheersing, dancing, yelling blasting like edm music i was like damn should we go over there but it was like kind of far away yeah we were, we were definitely thinking about it but uh obviously we were you know <laughs> didn't want to intrude yeah. it is kind of scary when you know people intrude you know like yeah, on, they're on gonna be like shoot us in the distance or like, something. wait yeah you know anything can happen in the middle of nowhere you know won't be found for days or whatever but uh yeah so we 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 just decided to keep to ourselves. It ended up being just a really fun time between us three. Uh, we were just hanging out three of us in that one tent. Uh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Bro, bro, man. guys, Hey, it's, you know, I didn't have any overnight camping experience. So I know you guys brought most of the equipment. You guys maybe had a little bit of experience, but everything was pretty new to me. Like it was, yeah, that was a really like unique and, uh, like, I really enjoyed that birthday just because it was so different and like just waking up like freezing, you know, like, yeah, I was like, uh, it was cold. Morning, it was just like, I felt alive. Like it was just, it was different. You know, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, man, I'm cold. I have to position myself in a way where I'm keeping myself warm. So it was like my chest, the you know, arms into chest, kind of like laying on the ground, keep myself warm. And that actually worked. So I actually was able to fall back asleep at some point, but uh, we woke up at the, you know, the sunrise, exactly the sunrise. It's just a, it was a really good feeling to see what we were around finally. We're like, because we could now see a bunch of mountainside, yep. you know, at some point. I was like, oh, good. Like, could not see this yesterday or last night. You know, it's something you don't see. But uh, as soon as the sun was out, it was just like, oh, wow. So vast. What, where, whatever we're in right now, just like, I remember that. I remember the pictures of waking up. I had like, I had a, a unique beanie. I was wearing a unique beanie. It was an, it's a knight's helmet. Beanie. Oh, we did a little photo shoot. Yeah, that's right. I think I put it up on the website actually. Yeah, that was fun. That was a that was a fun little morning. We didn't spend that much time there because uh, we wanted to like get out to the hikes and walk up, you know, you know, hike up some of these uh, structures in in Joshua Tree. So we 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 I guess we un we de set up everything, uh, put it back in the car, and then we we drove to breakfast. Set up is that a word? I don't think so. <laughs> I made that up. Uh, Breakdown, baby. Breaking it down. We broke down. (laughs) We broke danced. You you broke it down. Broke it down. Now, bro, broke it down. Uh, We we, we went over to breakfast at a – was it? Oh, okay. So this is – now everything's coming back to me. I totally forgot that we hiked in the next day. 
we met up with Mark Feichel at this like Mexican restaurant and had breakfast burritos. Yes. Okay. So yeah, there was like a, it was a burrito place or something like that. Um, yeah. Cause we were outside of the park and on our way back into the park, I researched like a, a food spot, you know, to fuel before, uh, our next hike that day. Yeah. I remember it being like really good too. Like I was like, wow, this breakfast is so good. Um, it was a great way to, you know, get things started for the day. Um, we had the burritos, then we, we drove into town, like we drove into Joshua tree, found the first place we were going to hike. And, um, this was like mainly a flat, um, you know, a flatter hike, you know, kind of just to see the, uh, the, what, what was around us. There were these like interesting trees. I don't know if you wanted to kind of describe these, uh, the Joshua tree? or the, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I guess are those the Joshua trees? Is that what, what it's known for? I assume that's what you're talking about. I don't, to be honest with you, that, that first, like I forgot the name of it. Like I, I enjoyed it to a degree. And then like, I remember Mark, Shout out to Mark Feichel. He also joined us and drove out to the desert for my birthday. He was actually talking mad shit about the hike. <laughs> he was just like, because me and him do like crazy, like hardcore hikes, I guess sometimes. So he's like, yo, what, what is this? And I was just like, dude, relax. Like, Let's just enjoy the nature. And then it was, yeah, we came across some like, I think the tree you're talking about, it was like a, it was like a red tree or it was like, it was a bush. It was like a crazy looking like, like desert plant. And I think I got stabbed by it. <laughs> And then there was a, I remember we went into this hike, I forget the name. And then we took photos on this rock and it was kind of like a scene out of the, what is it? The circle of life movie, what do you call it? Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. Lion- yeah, yeah. Uh, Very, we took a lot of pride rock, you know, you know, Rafiki yeah. holding up Simba at the edge of pride rock. Everyone's rejoicing kind of like that. Um, it was like the only rock structure there. And I think we had decided we're like, I think there's more to be seen in like in the, around this area. Yeah. Um, and then we drove over to like a way more, I don't know. Was it like a huge rock structure that we hiked up? Like what, what yeah, was, so what I remember is uh, Mark was like, Hey, uh, me and Abby and I actually, they were in Joshua tree, maybe like a couple of months ago, they did a hike called Ryan mountain. So we left the hike that we were at and we drove over to Ryan mountain. And I think it was maybe like 20 minutes away. And that hike was incredible. That was like, and it was also like a good workout. So Iron Mountain is, uh, it's, I think it's in like the northwest part of Joshua Tree. And I really highly recommend that to everyone. I think it's like 1.5 miles up. So it's a total of like three miles, one and a half up, one and a half down. But it's like, it's like an outdoor Stairmaster as well. And like this hike really gives you a sense of like the vast landscape or it gets you familiar with the landscape of Joshua Tree. It's like this beautiful barren desert, alien rock formations everywhere and you get like 360 panoramic views at the top. And I remember we were like huffing and puffing uh, getting up there, even though it wasn't that, uh, it wasn't too long to get up, but it was definitely a workout. Yeah, it was definitely a workout. It was, it was kind of, it was beautiful. Yeah, what did you think of that? Like, I really enjoyed that. So I was glad Mark brought us there because, you know, I'd never been to Joshua Tree before. I thought the pictures turned out like pretty, pretty nice. Um, so it was really, it was really unique. I had, I had never seen a hike in the middle of something. It was, it was like, like it's small. I've only been used to like hikes along the, like a mountainside. You drive up to wherever, but th- I think this was just its own structure. If I'm not mistaken, was it? Yeah, it was just like its own area. Like it was very dramatic, like rock formations everywhere. Yeah, just like in the middle of something, not connected to anything. So we had done that. Okay, so I. I remember going up that. It was really interesting at first. It seemed like there were like stairs, really long, long, uh, really long stairs um, yeah. to start off, and uh, and then we started you know ascending at you know at the base of the mountain. Um, but yeah, we we did take some pics at the very top there. It was really cool. We spent some time, and then we we came back down. Lots of laughs. Um, but I think there was even one more. We, we went to one more place after that. Hey guys, so I had to do some editing here because I completely gave the wrong name for the hike Mark was about to mention. And I thought it was important enough to correct this, especially how I was describing it. So the last hike we did in Joshua Tree was Keys Views, which is considered by many as one of the best places to watch the sunset there. And we drove up to Keys Views from Ryan Mountain, which was like a 15 to 20 minute drive. 
And although it was an incredible overlook, it was very touristy. And I had done some prior research and found out about a nearby destination called Inspiration Point, which is at the same parking lot as Keys Views. Uh, this was like one of our surprise highlights of the entire trip as it was away from all the crowds there. And it was just us with like these super dramatic ledges and epic views of the desert surrounding us. I highly recommend doing this if you come to Keys Views as it is only one mile to get to the top of Inspiration Point. Uh, just make sure to have downloaded an offline map on all trails, ideally, if you do this. And now we'll get back to the rest of our conversation. I totally forgot to mention earlier, but it's all good. Well, I'll just talk about it quickly. Um, we, Mark and I also did these two awesome hikes in one day. It was Paramount Ranch and Malibu Creek State Park. And Paramount Ranch is pretty deep in Malibu as well, kind of like around the Sandstone Peak area, more or less. And it's this Western town, kind of like Pioneer Town, that they shoot a they, they shot a lot of movies at, and they shot actually west uh, parts of Westworld in. So Paramount Ranch was like super cool and unique. And like remember, like when we got there, it was just like no one else was really around, and you could just like you go to the, go to the church, you know that they always feature in Westworld, right? Mm-hmm. The HBO show, mm-hmm. and then like we like walked to like the sheriff's building, and then the general store, like like. You remember like walking around. I think you actually enjoyed that place a lot. Oh yeah, because I was I'm a big fan of the show, and I'd, I'd been watching the show the entire year. I'm like, I, and me and my brother were were very you know we're very big fans of the show, and uh, just to go there, and I was like, I feel like I've seen this before. I I didn't know that we were going there. It was part of Westworld. I I had seen it. Um, I saw it on the little info you know thing info sheet or panel in, in the beginning. Uh, I was like really? And then I'm walking around here and I was, I'm taking pictures of everything. And I'm like trying to send this to my brother. I'm like, I was like, dude, look where I'm at right now. This is crazy. This is the scene where Bernard, you know, shoots everybody, you know, like, (laughs) and then spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) And then we walk over to the church that they, they always showed Dolores coming out of. Um, And then she always remembers this little church. So we walk over there and, uh, and we, we, we get our pictures and, Actually, is is that still there, or the the church is still there, and everything else is? Oh, that's right. Gone? Yeah. So Mark brings up something really important. So I think it was early last year the Malibu slash I think it was called Woolsey fires, like raged through Malibu, and all of Paramount Ranch is burnt down except for that church. So that's actually really creepy. Like that, the church is the only thing like was that is left there yeah i mean <laughs> it's like out uh, of everything the church really like wow i mean there's some spirit in there that you know kept the fires away i imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure for sure but you know I, I remember going there i had again i was just along for the ride i didn't know what to expect it's like oh we're gonna go to this place kind of like a like you'll just see when we get there. I like, I, I don't think I knew what I was getting myself into when I, when we went there and I was like, Oh wow, this is so cool. And we did actually spend a couple hours there. Cause we tried to find a hike around the, the town and we, we kind of got somewhere up there, but it wasn't, we didn't get that far up there. It wasn't, Oh, that's right. It wasn't yeah. that, it wasn't that interesting. And then I think you brought up, uh, you know, something else. You're like, we're actually really close to Malibu state Creek park. You know, that's, that's uh, right. It's exactly how it happened. I was like, where are we going? This is boring. Yeah. And then we, we ended up going to Malibu State Creek Park on an even longer hike because I think we ended up at the MASH site. And then we... Oh, that's right. Mash, the MASH site is at this uh, on this hike. That, it's super cool. And then we walked the other way around to get back or, or something like that. We ended up at the, you know, the dam. There's like a little dam there. Um, yeah, there was a reservoir we photo into like I, I sat on a rock. We took some like really dope, dope yeah. shots there. A reservoir, and then, and then we ended up finding the rock pool at some point. Oh yes, this is definitely the highlight of, uh, or why most people go to Malibu Creek State Park. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and describe that? It's like an outdoor like playground of, like, yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's just a body of water in between all the mountains. It's being wedged in by like, like corners the walls of a mountain and uh uh, people just like to flock there and just like swim in that water and jump off the the cliffs and the the rocks and uh uh, it's a really great place for you know people who are coming in and out of town want kind of an adventure 
want to maybe look into cliff diving or doing something like that. Like my cousins were, we went last, uh, last summer and, uh, you actually jumped into the water. Yeah. We jumped into the water when we went there. It was really cool. Um, again though, like uh, when we went there, jumping off from that high. Yes, it is. It is very scary (laughs) because the only thing that makes it scary is you don't know how deep the water is at certain parts. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So, uh, if you were, if you knew that it was like really deep, obviously jumping from that high is, isn't that, isn't that bad. But since it's completely, you know, like not invisible, you, you really can't see the bottom. It's, it's kind of scary to think about. So I, I probably did like a 15 footer. And, and good that job, was, man. Yeah, that was fun. Go back and actually <laughs> jump. I mean, I've jumped off cliffs, high cliffs before, but I didn't do it that day for yeah. whatever reason. Oh, well, the day we went, we we were so tired because we were running out of water. I remember this. And uh and like we we found the rock pool, we just hung out a little bit and then we we left to go back to the car and then we just like bought so much water from that machine and then <laughs> Oh, that's that funny. Yeah, that's right. Just bought like four like super cold Dasanis. Yes. Um, you know what I just remembered? This was the hike where like I really was enjoying the entire day and <laughs> and I injured my ankle and then I thought I got poison ivy all, the, all within like 15 minutes. Like, wait, do you remember like I think before I went hiking with you that day, I had aggravated. I had like sprained my ankle before, right? Or something like that. Yes, I think I remember this. I didn't think you were trying to keep it take it easy on the ankle. And, uh, and I think we just, yeah. you can ended up aggravating it. Cause we kept doing like, cause okay. The way you got poison oak is we, well, exposed to poison oak is that we were walking up like a short, we we're taking a shortcut like yeah. through, like, uh, like to, to get up the hill. And, uh, and I, I got all the way up. I didn't touch anything. And then you had like grazed something like, I think it was poison oak. And there was a guy there. He's like, Hey, uh, by the way, that was poison oak that you just touched. I would just be a little bit careful. <laughs> and, and then you were just like, you're like so worried the entire time. You're like, you're like, nah, bro. He's like, I got poison oak, man. And I was like running away from you because I didn't want you to give it to me. Like, spread it to me. I didn't know yeah, how this. I was went. very upset because one, I so I, I was I was stubborn. Apparently, I injured my ankle like I think a week before, and I still wanted to do this hike. And, you know, it was okay up until, like, we had just been hiking so much that day, and there wasn't that much incline or decline, but, you know, my ankle just, like, I couldn't, it was hard to walk, and it was painful, and then I started using, like, a walking stick and everything, and then I braised that, like, poison oak, poison ivy thing, and I felt my, like, arm getting itchy, but apparently that was just, like, a placebo in my head, because I didn't get anything, (laughs) and then I was thinking of, like, getting mud to put on, like, my arm, because that's what the guy recommended you do. And Mark, I remember Mark the entire, I think the last like mile and a half, two miles getting back to the, the trailhead, he was just like staying away from me because I was just like, <laughs> I was just like annoyed and then kind of playfully trying to like wipe my arm on him, but not, you know. <laughs> and so, here I am. I, I don't know how this works, you know, how it spreads, you know, like, yeah, so, yeah, sure. you know, I was social distancing from, uh, from, from, from me, you, <laughs> from Poison Oak. At least distancing from me. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But that ended up being like just really interesting, eye-opening uh, hike for me because, uh, you know, that became a spot that I now show people that come from out of town, my friends that come out of town. Um, and it's, there you go. it was really cool to to go to that rock pool at some point. So um, I remember we went, we came in from Calabasas to get there and then we took the PCH to get home because I think that's like... We're, yeah, we're, we're on a road that gets you to the PCH from the, from Calabasas. So people who like live in Calabasas take this, I think this road to get to the PCH. And if they work in Venice, because uh, one of my coworkers is, uh, she lives up there. She used to take that, that route to, to work every day um, instead of the four or five, uh, you know, which, gotcha. is, which is fair. Um, but yeah, again, nice little drive back. Um I ended up at some food spot. Uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite parts about coming back from the hikes was the food mm-hmm. spots that we went to afterward. Oh, that's always like, that's always a given, right? Yeah. We're just so we're starving. So we're already like salivating and dreaming of what we're going to eat while we're on the hike. 
yeah like like some spots were like you know sea salt fishing grill like that which has like amazing like fusion style like pokey and mexican food like i i i, I always get the salmon burrito there because i think it's highly unique and it's one of the best things i've ever had um that's my spot i mean that was our spot i've, I've definitely shared that spot with a lot of people as well there's one in santa monica and one in culver city so it's called sea salt fish grill yeah to put you guys on game and they always have a happy hour from like three to six i believe and then it's both food and drinks so you can get a lot a big bang for your book over there Absolutely. I mean, that was one of the spots. There was a, I think it was Pompous Grill, like the uh, Brazilian barbecue spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the Plaza Pompous Grill is really Brazilian churrasco. Yeah, that it's like the meat there is unreal, uh, honestly. <laughs> so uh, I highly recommend that. I, I, go, I always go there. I haven't gone there in a while, but um, I used to go there a lot. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of money there and I was like, I need to chill. <laughs> For sure. Actually, yeah, this, I was going to ask you about uh, like favorite food in like the rapid fire question format, but we can still do that. Sure. Uh, oh, so what I wanted to mention is uh, if you, for all the listeners out there, if you want to see photos from any of these hikes, definitely check out the website, justtrek.net. It's basically a visual collection of all the hikes and adventures I've done with my friends or by myself. And then I wanted to ask you, Mark, actually, you kind of already answered it a bit. You might give the same answer, but we've done a ton of hikes together, you know, as we've reminisced, you know, all of everything we just talked about. Mm -hmm. Did you have any particular favorites and why? Um, let's see. Sounded like Malibu was definitely one of them. Malibu Creek State Park. Yeah. Let's see. I'd say my favorite hike was, um, it was Sandstone Peak, but the other one, uh, where we went through Mishimakwa Trail. Oh, the Mishmaqua to Sandstone Peak. Yeah, to Sandstone Peak. So um, we had done... Did we do that? What's that? I think did we, we do that with someone? Or was it just us two? Oh, uh, we did that with Melissa, our friend Melissa. And um, Oh, Melissa Brown. Yeah, I think she was in town uh, for a month. And uh, we had decided to go to Sandstone Peak, but kind of like do something a little bit more challenging, do the, the other roundabout way of getting to Sandstone Peak, which was really cool. Um, it's actually really fun. There's like this little, um, there's a lot more terrain you, you, you find there, uh, a lot more rock formations that you can kind of like, you know, climb on and, and hang out. And we, we found a lot of those areas. Um, I forgot what the one rock was there. The, oh, um, inspiration point, a little offshoot. Is it, is, is that what it was? Uh, there was just like a little balance rock. balance rock. Yeah. I think it was balance rock. I think we, we took a bunch of like, uh, a couple of shots from afar. Um, but I really liked Sandstone Peak uh, like by itself, but I think going through this other trail leading into Sandstone Peak is, is definitely an experience because you kind of get, you kind of get everything. You get very mountainous. Yeah, that's actually, glad you brought that up. Mish, so guys, specifically Mishmakwa to Sandstone Peak is an incredible route. It's like 7.3 miles and you really get to experience all kinds of terrain and views if you do it that way but if you just do sandstone peak itself it's also awesome so yeah I, i'd say that's uh it, it, that it kind of encompasses every you know experience that i had on all the hikes uh you get all the views and all the you know all the challenges of of, of a fun hike so i'd say that's the one that's a good answer i like that one so we're getting close to the end and I wanted to do a rapid fire round of questions so we can get a little, so we can get to know a little bit more about you. So just like provide a one word or short answers. You ready? You ready? Rock steady. I'm ready. Rock steady. <laughs> You're about to say something, huh? You didn't know what to say. No, I, no, <laughs> no, not bro. <laughs> I knew what I was All saying right, the whole time. Let's do it. No, let's, let's go ahead and do this. This. Right, let's do this. Favorite trail snack. Beef jerky. Nice. Favorite post-hike meal? Sea salt. That's not a meal. Oh, oh, like sea salt fishing grill. Uh, uh, burrito, salmon burrito. Salmon burrito. Awesome. Yeah. National park you want to visit the most that you haven't already? Yellowstone. Ooh, I want to go there. Let's go. Actor you want to hike with and why? Uh, Will Smith. And he's... Of course it's Will Smith. He's uh, highly entertaining. 
just to be around. I feel like he'd be really engaging. So definitely Will Smith. Great answer. Music artist you want to hike with and why? Ooh. Uh. Oh God, that's a that's a tough we'll one. Come back around to that too if you don't uh, know off the top. Justin Timberlake. And why? Wow. <laughs> and wow. I mean, yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like him and I are kind of like similar personalities. So I feel like it would be fun to just hang out with a I don't know a friend. <laughs> okay, Mark Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, favorite outdoor slash sportswear brand. Nike. Favorite app you are using right now? Wink. What is Wink? It's my app. <laughs> it's you a friend. You got a shout. Yeah, I'm just shouting out my own my own app I'm working on right now. It's called Wink. Uh, it's a friend finder. So find me on it. There you go. Find Mark. Be friends. Favorite dance move? It is definitely the arm flail <laughs> over my head. Uh, Again, inspired by uh, Will Smith from The Fresh Prince, the show. Um, he does this move in one of the episodes, and I kind of gra- naturally gravitated towards that move and uh, been using it in my repertoire ever since. Nice. All right. Favorite TV show? Oh, God. Um, Arrested Development. Awesome. Favorite breed of dog? Uh, Chihuahua. <laughs> Yeah, I can't go wrong with it. What color is your hair? Silver. Favorite emoji? Um, it's the sunglass guy. Sunglass one. Uh, Mr. Cool Guy over here. Yeah. Favorite pickup line? Oh, God. <laughs> I know you'd be using them, bro. Um, let's see. Uh, how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. I'm Mark. How's it going? Wow, wow. (laughs) If you could put anything on a billboard, what would it say? This one's kind of deep. I don't know why I even included this in a rapid fire question. In a billboard? Um, Yeah, I guess it could be deep. It could be like just an ad for yourself. Oh, no, what I meant is I don't even know why I included this question (laughs) in this format. That was just dumb of me. I don't know. It, it, It would be something along the lines of like live in the moment. Um, or something, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Live for today, you know, like tomorrow is not guaranteed. I don't know, something like that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, where can the audience find you? Let them know uh, your socials and please share where they can also find more of your music for sure. So, uh, my social media accounts, um, I go by my my Twitch handle, it's just a variation of my Twitch handle, which is Mark Nificent TV, it's M A R C. N-I-F-I-C-E-N-T TV. Um, that's what it is on Twitch and Instagram. And then on Twitter, it's just Marknificent. Um, so that's what I'm mainly on right now. Uh, my original music, you can look up on uh, Spotify. It's a, I, I have a project called Goat, G-O-A-T. And uh, look up a song called Paradise. It's probably our most popular hit. And then you can find the rest of our songs via um, that song and artist um artist name amazing yeah th- mark is so talented like he does it all like his music is super funky and he's just an incredible musician and any music project he usually does is like does well um if anyone has any questions about the hikes we discussed in the episode feel free to shoot me an email on justin at justtrek.net or you can leave a voice message here on the anchor platform or DM me on Instagram at just.trek. Also, please subscribe to the podcast, share, and leave a review if you like the content so far. Thank you, Mark, again for taking the time to chat with me. And I'm sure we're going to have you on another uh, future episode. Maybe we'll just have you sing and beatbox or something like that. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a way. Um, do you have any final words? I just want to end it with this. Do you have any final words that you want to say or final thoughts about anything? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, audience? definitely. I think these, I mean, these last couple of years of hikes that we've, we've been on kind of this, like changed my view of LA a lot. You know, I think when I was 
out in LA early on and I was trying to make my way back over to LA. The, the idea I had in my head was the beach. I need to be closer to the beach, the beach, the beach city. That's like, I wrote a song about it. It's called paradise. Uh, like I said, um, and, uh, oh, that's, wow. okay. that song is about me coming back to LA or trying to find a way, uh, and make it happen for me. Let's come back to LA. So that was like, my idea of LA was, was the beach, but there's, it's definitely way more than, just that even though i'm at the beach right now which is kind of like a dream come true um there's definitely way more to this city um and i think uh, these uh, slew of hikes and and just being around uh, you in general just uh, you you know opened my eyes to a lot of things in this city a lot more things than obviously more than hiking just like events that are happening around town um stuff like that Thanks, music man. yeah and i i i really appreciate uh you know everything that you've uh, you know got me to do over the last uh forever i think it was 10 years ago uh since i've been here the first time so um so a lot of uh amazing things and uh i've definitely you know got myself it, it's definitely starting to feel more like a you know you know a spot that feel like home yeah it's starting to feel more like home now uh here so uh, and it's uh because of you so thanks i yeah i've always uh, really appreciated our friendship in general you're a close family friend of mine and you changed my life, you know, 20 years ago, like just by teaching me how to dance and do breaking, like whether you know it or not. So I always feel like we have a, a good close bond. And then you were at the beginning of my trekking journey, becoming just Trek. So it's a really cool full circle moment. So I always appreciate you, my guy. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate you too. Thanks for having me. Thank you everyone for listening to the entire episode. If you want to send me a message about anything, feel free to email me at justin at justtrek.net or direct message me on Instagram at just.trek or on my personal at justrock, J-U-S-T-R-O-C. You can even leave a voice message on the Anchor platform, anchor.fm slash justtrek slash message. If you like the show, please consider supporting the podcast, anchor.fm slash justtrek slash support. All these links I mentioned are in the episode description. Lastly, you can discover our featured song of the show on our Instagram story.